Hello, everyone. This is episode four of Dashing with Christ, and today I'm going to talk about um, it might not all make sense, as the title kind of says. And I, I labeled it that, and I kind of got this notion. I, I'm recording this right after I recorded the Easter one. Um, so I just wanted to kind of, because I, I, I have this thing again, and it's something that the Lord brought to my attention well, I want to say it was a day or two ago, and I probably should have done a recording so I could have got the points more on, like, when exactly when I got home. But when I was got home, I was so tired, and I, I just let sleep come and take me. So I just, Lord, I just give it to you right now, Father. I just ask you to come and make sure that what I am saying is of you, Father, and that the people as they receive it, even if I babble, will get what you have them to get out of it. But I, I want to go that it might not all make sense. So as Christians, as believers, we're often told that we need to read the Bible. We all we need to uh, to know Christ. We need to put our nose into the word and we need to read it. And I am all for that. But what happens when you read a line and then you just feel like you need to stop? What happens with that? I don't know if any of you guys have had a scenario of that, but I ask that you actually, not that everyone is correct, every time that happens is correct, but I have had that on a couple of occasions where I go to read, or well, not read the word for me, it's more of listen to the audio of the, um, the kind of audio book, and I use the um, uh, Bible app, uh, it's usually a book called the holy bible um it used to be a little better in my in my opinion back in the day it's kind of gotten a little um distracting now but uh since i can't read and write um it's not as distracting as i think it would be for a lot of people but my point stands is i have read the word and i forget which one i was reading the other day and it just dawned on me um, as something I was also here that I heard and at another point that sometimes that reading the Bible can be as much, it can, can turn into a sin just as much as not reading the Bible can, because it ultimate in, in, in the ultimate retrospect and the ultimate consideration of things that we're supposed to follow the prompts and teachings of the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to bow to what the Holy Spirit tells our inner man to do. And sometimes it means stop and meditate on what you just heard. Think about it. Consider it. Um, bring it before the Lord and have him be the teacher because he is the ultimate teacher. And let him come and come before him and let the Holy Spirit minister to you on uh, through what Jesus is telling him to tell you and reveal in in aspect. And I just want to to bring this to attention because I've known people that um, go, I do 30 minutes of Bible study a day and I will not shy away from doing 30 minutes and that's all grand and good and i i to be honest my favorite time is to study the word my favorite time is to actually do it while i'm dashing um our pastor in our in our church which are um, after this point our, our church is being renamed so if you ever want to uh 
at least visit our church online. Uh, it is called The Overflow. Um, I should put the profile page in the uh, my description, but it is known as The Overflow. And in ret in all retrospect, he brought in a, a point to me, a point up to the other day. Anyway, what our pastor ended up saying is he brought it to attention on giving God our best and your best may not be, uh, 30 minutes or it may be your best is an hour of Bible study or your best may not be, uh, doing it in the morning. Uh, maybe your best is the evening time because actually believe it or not, as soon as the sun went down, they would call that morning. They, and at least that's what he said. I'm, still kind of doing a little research on that. But the fact of the matter is, is when is your best time to give the Lord your best? Mine is when I'm dashing, when I'm doing something that I don't need to pay attention to, like driving. I'm not saying you don't pay attention while you're driving. You pay attention to everything around you on the road. But it's one of those things where it's like riding a bike. You, Your feet pedal, you steer, and you go the way you go. You know to follow the roads, and you know how to, you know, it's just something that's subconscious that you can devote different aspects of your mind to thinking about things. And so for me... And the way, yes, I do have a little ADHD that I work is it's better that I'm doing that and putting my mind towards the word of God and praying and hearing the Holy Spirit. And literally, I, to be honest, I am not de denying that I feel like there's almost like Jesus Christ is sitting in the passenger seat of my car and it the miracle about this all and what kind of got me stumbled on this is because and I'm going to share a little bit personal and I hope the Lord uh, grants it because I am so excited about this one because um, finding this out because right now my car is in the repair shop. The Lord provided a way for my car to get repaired. I was in a little car accident. Um, I wasn't uh, totally at fault, but I wasn't totally innocent either. Um, Someone didn't do what they were supposed to, um, and I... Anyway, the long story short is I'm not going to go into details or what's going on on that, but my car is in the repair shop because of that, and I lost my car, and I'm not going to deny that that getting your own personal space where you go and uh, you go with the Lord on a constant basis is more important than I really realized until this last week because I just thought you could, yes, you can talk to the God anywhere, but actually having a place that you go to and you know you can go to, it's like God anoints the whole area. And my car is that place for me because I dash with Christ. I dash with him literally in the car. I do the best, my best work because uh, as if every order I'm giving, I am giving it to Christ. Like he is like, I go and pick up Chipotle and I'm get, I'm, I'm literally picking up the Chipotle for Christ. And that's the way we should be in the, in the, about everything we do in the first place. But that's beside the point, but it, his Holy spirit has been in my car. And when I got my rental, I found the first couple days 
before I started really praying over the car, it was really hard. Like there was an absence of now th this was Lord absent from me. No, but it felt like there was an absence. Like there was something different in the air. And it took me a long time in the first shift to actually get into the spirit of the Lord, re not realizing that, yeah, having an actual room or a place devoted to Christ and giving him your best is so much more important than I really understood. And this last week has made that so apparent to me about how much you need to give the Lord your best. And that your best is not the same as my best. Because my best is not the same as your best. I have always had this saying that the that the door to the door to salvation is small but the pathway is different my pathway to to get to christ to that the, that the christ has me on twists turns winds around and goes through dark places it goes through light places it goes through everywhere but it's my pathway that I have to walk. The door is still the same. The door is through Jesus Christ into salvation. And in the and it is narrow. But my pathway is my is the pathway the Lord had for me. And it doesn't all and my temptations are my temptations. They are not always your temptations. And this go brings on a whole nother topic that I will bring up at another point because this can go. I, I don't want to talk about the certain shot that everyone's kind of going free flippo about because in, in my little retrospect on this, he has some people that yes, they need the shot because their pathway is going to need them to have that, that, that shot. And then other times there's people he is telling no, because maybe it might hurt them. He, can he prevent the hurt? Yes. But for reasons that their pathway is not to do it. And yet I see so many people battling about this and we just need to love each other, which was the whole one about Easter. Just love one another, period. Let people go on the pathway that the Lord brings them because who are you to say that the Lord didn't tell them something? Who are you to say? Now, if the Lord gives you a prophecy about it and tells you to say, hey, you need to speak it to this person, by all means do it. But make sure it is the Lord and not your flesh standing up because I do see that as much. But anyway, find a place with the Lord. If I can bring one point to anything I was talking about through this whole thing is if it's a closet, it could be you right. Believe it or not, it could be you riding on your bike. Uh, just going on a bike ride every day. And if that is the way that you focus and bring the Lord to your presence, to, to, well, not bring the Lord to your presence, but bring yourself to the Lord's presence, then do so. Give him the best of your best. Like if your best time is lunch, maybe you avoid, maybe instead of have eating lunch, you Take that time and go on a prayer walk around your building. Yeah, are you going to be hungry? Yes, but what did Jesus say? Man, uh, man does not live on bread alone, but by the, every word that comes from the God's mouth. And yeah, it may cause you to be hungry on some days in the Lord and not the Lord. The enemy may heavily tempt you to give up that and 
go. But if you willingly do it and willingly and faithful do it, I would tell you that it's shocking on how much he'll actually provide. You may give him that time you know is free to have lunch, and then all of a sudden he may provide you lunch at your desk or lunch somewhere else. It is a miracle on how much he will provide because he... This, everything here is his. I don't care if you think you have $1,000. I'm sorry. It's still his. Uh, I don't care if it's $1,000 in ones and zeros. And at the end of the day, it's still his. Uh, we're only stewards of what he's taking care of, the things that he has given us to take care of. Your pet, you are a steward to take care of that pet. Have you done the things you know you're supposed to for that pet? Have you trusted God to take care of your pet? I can account on more than a few situations where I have fell before God going, I don't know how I'm going to uh, take my little kitty to the uh, to the vet because I really don't have the money. Guess what? He provided. I have stories about needing to have expensive MRIs and um, x-rays and stuff done for uh, one of my cats. And me and my mom were on Social Security. I'm too young to work. Uh, we don't know how we're going to pay for it. What did God, What did Jesus provide? He knew I cared about that animal. He knew I was doing the best I could to take care of that pet. So he provided us a vet that said, we're going to, we're going to eat that. I think it was like almost $300, maybe $400. So it was, you know, a couple hundred dollars. And back then that probably would equal out to like close to five or $600 today. And they're going, we're just going to do it for you. We're going to find out what's wrong with her. And they did. And luckily it was just a simple flea medicine, which was a couple, you know, a couple bucks for some pills to get her out of fleas, some tapeworms. But the fact of the matter is, is God knew everything ahead of time. And because I went to my place with him at that point, because my place has changed more than a few times. As my walk with Christ gets deeper and deeper, my place has changed. I have found different places. I have had to go. I have had different times. But I, as I give him my best, he has always been there at the end of the day. So I ask you to come before the Lord and just give him your best Love him and watch as much as he loves you back. It is just the most amazing thing you will ever experience in your life. And you got to kind of go into, and I do have to say, you kind of got to go into it with no expectation. Because the fact of the matter is, is if you come with expectations, it's usually not going to meet those expectations and you will be disappointed. Because here's the thing, it's not your will or your mindset or your um feelings that we need to count upon it's god's and what we are bringing and what he is going to pour into us we got to come kind of empty yes i've come there full and i've gone i've actually gone lord empty me because i have this on my mind i have this on my mind i have this on my mind i'm worried about this i have and I have literally laid everything go that that popped in my head at that moment, sinful thoughts or not, and gone, Lord, please take this. I don't know. Some of these thoughts are not my thoughts, and they're just my mind going random. And some of these are my thoughts, and I just can't. I'm having trouble controlling them. And then he comes in, takes them, and we have a good conversation. And we have a good moment together. 
and sometimes it's a quick moment and he wants me to meditate and think about it and think about the ramifications on it and think about how it leads into my life. And other times we have a full on, what about this? And then, you know, what about this going in here? And that's what my, that, that is what I feel my goal and what the Lord wants me to bring to these is some of those conversations we've had to help other people maybe understand that talk to God like he's even, you're just your friend. Yeah, he is your ultimate savior, but he wants to actually just be there for you and love you. And he wants us to bring everything before him, whether it is you, you are a child and you want a PS5, you're an old man and you're looking for, I want a new sports car, which I have another topic scenario about not assuming God's just a genie and will provide everything for you. Because there is some work involved. But the fact is, is that you will bring your wants, your desires before the Lord and go, here, you mold me into what I, I may want this, but you let me know if it's good for me. You let me know if I can have it. Um, one of my biggest things right now that I've been talking to the Lord is I want a PS5. And I don't want a PS5 just because I want to be flashy. I lost my mom in the beginning of 2021. Um I knew what was coming, and if the Lord didn't provide the way that he did, um, to be honest, I think it would have hurt, hit me a lot harder. But because the Lord was there and the Lord worked, there was whole decisions on her part that she made as well, and I may have a topic about what happened totally. But what the Lord did was nothing short of a miracle. He was with me through the whole thing in the midst of the biggest storm that— anyone that has lost their parents can under, can somewhat understand, but even more so because my mother, as a little backstory, was my job. She was the way I earned money, not because, um, uh, because I took care of her and got paid for doing that, not by her own source, but by another system. And my best, one of my best friends that I could tell anything to, uh, including my darkest sins and that she would still love me. And I lost her and the Lord just because helped me find him in the midst of all that and say, I am still there. Tell me your wants, your desires. But the reason I want the PS5 is because he is, because that PS5 has my a couple of games on it that were like, games me and my mom used to play together and i've asked him for that and you know will, will he has he provided it right away no will he provide it i don't know i believe yes i actually believe yes he will provide it and it will be in a miraculous way um considering all that he has provided uh for me i have i could have stories and stories and they are part of my testimony because at the end of the day, every time the Lord provides something for you, it is a it is a standpoint to your testimony on God's grace. The 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 standpoint of that's a point where I had hope, where I could have hope. And we need to also one remember those, and two sometimes just write them down so you don't forget them, because or even put them into dictations at using, you know, audacity or something like that. And so you can come back to them and reference them and you know exactly what happened at that point. But I'm going to wrap this up, guys. Um, 
because I could probably ramble on for about another 10 years, to be honest, with every aspect the Lord has done. Uh, guys, God bless you. May he, may he ra raise you up to find him and prosper you in only ways he can prosper you. I love you all. Have a great day. Oh, as a little ending thought, guys, if you know anyone that this would help or you know anyone that the Lord has put on your heart to send this to, take the little step and just send it to them. Let them have the grace of God, because for all you know, you're planting a seed that only the Lord can water and grow. You may never see it, but just following even those little notions you get to lift up the kingdom of heaven can grow into magnificent trees. So... Please love someone and just do what the Lord says. Share this with a parent. Share this with a friend. Give a like or comment. It's up to you. Just whatever the Lord puts on your heart. God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening.